author and fitness professional Bill Phillips has been noted as saying that food is the most widely abused anti-anxiety drug in America, and exercise is the most potent yet underutilized antidepressant. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of the SU2G podcast. Yes, step up to greatness. I of course am greatness facilitator Dustin Gruss. And this is the place to get your tips, tricks, inspiration, motivation, all geared to help move you forward towards a life of greatness. Well, we are heading around the three-month mark of COVID-19 here in the U.S. And I gotta ask you, have you put on the quarantine 15? The 15 pounds people talk about during quarantine because you were holed up at home with Not a lot to do, but eat and binge, watch Netflix. Well, now that the warm weather is arriving and some of the bans have been lifted, you might be worrying about that bathing suit body. And while many people are waiting to get into their gym to work off all the bad eating they've been doing, eating healthier is an even bigger proponent to losing weight. My opening statement from Bill Phillips was a fantastic one I wholeheartedly agree with because exercise does make you feel better. But when you look closer at the part of the food being widely abused, that's just having an unhealthy relationship with food. Most of the time people think of an unhealthy relationship with food, meaning overeating or the other side of it, issues like anorexia or bulimia. Yes, those unhealthy lifestyles can lead to many medical problems in the future, but that's not what I aim to talk about here today. I want to talk about the difference between a diet and your daily diet, or lifestyle choices when it comes to food. While most diets are designed in theory to improve your health or at least help you drop some weight, they can potentially lead to unhealthy habits and effects on your body. To be fair, the same can be said for your daily diet if you're not careful. What I mean is that if your daily eating style consists of high sugar, high sodium like salt, high cholesterol, high fat, then it is only going to be a matter of time before you have severe health issues come your way. However, am I telling you to completely remove sugar, sodium, cholesterol, carbs, and fat from your list of foods you can eat? Nope, I'm not doing that either. Especially when you are first trying to make a healthy lifestyle change. One of the most common diet moves you'll see people make is they try to completely cut out carbs or sometimes sugar. Completely cutting something out of your diet suddenly can benefit you health-wise depending on what that item is. We'll get back to the carbs thing later. But mentally and even chemically, you can cause your body to go through withdrawal symptoms when you remove something that you ingest daily which can cause some emotional havoc for you and the ones around you. Think about it. How many times have you talked to someone that was sincerely happy when they said, I'm on a diet? Yeah, probably didn't happen because most people aren't happy to be dieting. 
There are times those diets help them succeed at their goal and the dieter loses weight. Boy, are they happy to start eating those carbs again. But what happens over time when that one thing that they cut from their eating habits gets reintroduced to their daily meals? That weight starts coming back again. This is why you hear most diets called fad diets or yo-yo dieting. Because although the results can look great, they are rarely sustainable. Specifically, when you remove something from your diet for an amount of time, your diet ends, you start eating the food you cut out again, and before long, you're back where you were before the diet. You went through the moodiness of being on a diet, then became temporarily skinnier, and now probably upset again because that weight is right back on. So did the diet work or didn't it? Should you try the diet again or maybe try a different diet? These are questions that leave people wanting to pull their hair out when it comes to dieting. And now you have to worry about going bald too. Before I go any further, this is where I let you know I am not a licensed dietitian. If you know my background, I am a certified personal trainer as well as life coach and public speaker. As a part of my continuing education for my personal training certification, I did complete a weight management specialist certification, but that does not mean I'm here to prescribe a food regimen for you. I just want to share some basic information with you, something I share with my clients, and then you can choose where to go from there. I should also point out that I'm not trying to batch anyone or any specific diet or lifestyle. If you find something that works for you, I am all for that. I just want to better inform everyone the difference of daily diet and dieting. As I mentioned before my little disclaimer, most diets have you cut something out immediately. Now, to be fair, we do tend to overindulge in food as a society in America, and some of those foods we could absolutely afford to cut out or eat less of. But to give it up so suddenly and completely? That just seems cruel. And it can lead to those unhealthy relationships with food I spoke of earlier. Aside from withdrawal, you could also face the mental anguish of temptation as that food is forbidden, so you crave it more. You could face guilt when you give in to that temptation, which could snowball into several other outcomes, such as emotional eating because you're disappointed in yourself, binge eating because you gave in and now can't stop, or bulimia to get it out of your system because you felt weak and gave in. Do any of those options sound healthy? Yeah, I think so. Now, some people can quit things cold turkey, and those people have a stronger resolve than some of us. But I can only imagine some of the internal battles they have going on in their head. 
So how does one avoid these unhealthy scenarios and maintain a healthy relationship with food? For me and what I tell my clients is that the problem is going from the way we have been eating to suddenly cutting one of those main things out. For example, carbs. I told you I was going to come back to this one. For some reason, carbohydrates have been labeled as evil on the surface of the health community when the truth is that carbs are your body's main source of energy. The evil is the kind of carbs and amount of carbs we eat, kind being refined or processed and amount being too much. Will cutting carbs from your daily food intake help you lose weight? Yes, quite possibly because your body will start to feed off its fat and muscle stores. But by not feeding your body its main source of energy, you could find yourself feeling sluggish and again, failing to give your body its energy needed to do your daily routine and even fail to make your workout routine as effective. Another example of having a healthy relationship with food by not cutting something out completely is dessert. Desserts were made to be enjoyed and add sweetness to our lives, not necessarily inches to our waist. Again, with an evil reputation, the same types of evil apply here as carbs. What kind of desserts we eat and how much. Now don't be confused, I'm not telling you that dessert is something that you should be getting your energy from or even have it as part of your daily diet. What I'm saying is that dessert is okay to have. Just be aware of what you're eating and how much. And that brings me to my final point about having a healthy relationship with food and how to get healthier while still enjoying the foods that you love. When it comes to my clients, I simply tell them to track the food they eat, as do most trainers and most gyms. By using apps such as MyFitnessPal, you can see what it is you're eating and the amounts of calories, fat, protein, carbs, and many other nutrients that are in a serving and and then you can make healthier and educated decisions from there on how much of it you want to eat. Food tracking apps like this one do give you a recommended calorie amount as well as the other macronutrients but I'm not telling my clients to cut to that amount right away. I normally suggest tracking the food you do eat for a week or two and look at it from a broader perspective. From here, you can start to make adjustments to what and how much you eat, aiming for the goal of staying within the recommended amount. At the same time, this amount also adjusts based on your current weight, your goal weight, and your activity level which means you're not stuck at the same at the same amount of calories or points forever. Meaning the harder you work at your activities and more disciplined you are with your food, then you'll drop weight and increase your activity level, which will give a higher recommended calorie budget. As you see those gradual changes numerically, you will also find yourself feeling better physically. These changes together will prepare you mentally to either continue down the road to even healthier eating, or you will find what I call the sweet spot, 
where you're happy eating what you want because you know your body is going to put in the work. Maintain, basically. What I mean by that is if I want to eat cake or ice cream, I'm going to eat cake or ice cream. I can do this because I know I can either put in hard work at the gym to burn that dessert off because my body is able to do so, or I can eat a little cleaner the next couple days in order to even out my splurge, and it won't be hard for me because I eat relatively cleaner as a part of my normally daily diet. Or I can do both, go hard at the gym and eat cleaner for better results. Thus maintaining a healthy relationship with food because over time I've made the cutbacks on portions and what I eat, but I can still enjoy the foods I love because they aren't forbidden. As I said before, if you find something that works for you, such as making your way over to eating super clean, that is great. I am sure you are reaping the health benefits of it and you are enjoying a very healthy lifestyle. But that is the important thing. You choose it as a lifestyle. Not just something to try to quick lose a bunch of weight in a short amount of time. Crash diets usually end with a crash. When you choose to find a healthier way of eating and one that you can sustain for your life, you will find yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally happy. And when you are in that sweet spot, it will be that much easier for you to keep moving forward and step up to greatness. Yeah.